Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Daniel Jones brings his team to the line in his first playoff start. He played like a great player tonight. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. Inside the one o'clock hour, the Fan in New York. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. We're talking sports, mostly football, NFL. I mean, what we should be talking about. But if you want to talk Knicks, you want to talk about the Rangers, I mean, I bet you want to talk about the Rangers with somebody on the fan. We could do that. The Yankees, the Mets, the Nets, the Jets. Nah, you want to talk about the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. (laughs) I was thinking about something as I was watching the game, and I keep just in my head watching the Jets, and I say they take one step forward, two steps back. That's basically them shooting themselves in the foot. They have a good play, and it, it gets negated by uh, a legal formation, a legal shift, holding. You know, th- these are professional players. These are professional football players. And I don't know how ex- exactly how they practice. I don't know exactly how they prepare, but it's clear that they're they're not prepared. It's clear that they're not practicing well enough. Because the execution's not there, so yeah, you can you can blame the coach. You know, it's it's hilarious. I love I love New York. I love the narratives. I love the fans. I love the media coverage, the radio, the television, social media. Right? Jets win three in a row. Rob Sala should be in the discussion for coach of the year. What a motivator! This team could have been in the tank after they lost Aaron Rodgers. It's Rob Sala is the reason that they're. <laughs> Oh, yeah, defensive-minded coach. Look at the defense. Their defense is incredible, one of the top defenses in the league. They feel like they can win any game because Rob Sala motivates them with his quotes. You know, he came in, he talked about being a commander, a contender, a competitor. He talked about flying like an eagle. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Three wins in a row, Rob Sala should be in the discussion for coach of the year. Then they hit the uh, curb your enthusiasm music. They lose two in a row. Rob Salas sucks. What does he do? Why doesn't he yell like Brian Dable? Does he know any offensive plays? Can he help? They're unprepared. 
Fire him. It's all on the coach. This coach can't lead this team. I'm tired of looking at his beard. <laughs> Nuts. But you know something else I thought? And, you know, I have thoughts because I did play the game. I don't know any more football than the next guy. I don't know any less football than the next guy either. But playing quarterback, you're a coach on the field. And you just heard Rob Salas say that, obviously, it's Zach Wilson's first year. I swear they make excuses for this kid. $34 million number two overall pick. C.J. Stroud, number two overall pick, comes in the NFL. Lighten it up. No need to make any excuses. But here we are, year three, still making excuses for Zach. I know. I said we weren't going to pile on Zach. But, man, when I hear a coach that has completely hitched his wagon to this kid talk about how, oh, yeah, you know, uh, it's a system designed for Aaron Rodgers. Come on, bro. It's an offense. Like, he can learn the offense. He's not an idiot. He can – he can he, by, come on, it's week 10. But anyway, the thing is – it. It is a system designed for Aaron Rodgers. The wordage um, and just the knowledge of the system, it being second nature. And myself, playing quarterback, playing football, man, I, I don't think people realize how different it is. And I talked about, you know, when you're switching quarterbacks, I talked about the difference from Daniel Jones to Tyrod Taylor, right? People are, oh, oh they're having more success with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, maybe they like him personally better. Maybe they like the way he calls plays. Maybe they like his cadence better. Maybe he's just making quicker decisions and the flow of the offense is there. Maybe he's telling guys little things in a huddle like, hey, line up inside the numbers. Hey, hey, hurry up. We're, tempo, get set. No, you got to run out there and get set. Make sure you get to the line quick. We're trying to snap the ball. We're trying to go. Those little things matter, right? Aaron Rodgers, his awareness, his football IQ, right? Being in the huddle, you saw it in hard knocks. He's coaching the guys up. Hey, when that safety's there, just bend, bend the route right behind him. All right, hey, if they if they're covering you out there, man, right? Just signal to me. Look, look here. I'll I'll get the ball to you quick. Like Aaron Rodgers being a goat and being a 39-year-old quarterback with all of those reps and years of experience, man, it's it's sorely missed. Like he's in the game and his awareness, he's alerting everybody because some of these guys, you can tell CJ Uzama, Alan Lazard, I don't know if they're paralyzed by the moment, Sunday night football, bright lights or whatever, but there's just some bonehead mistakes where it's like, come on, man. In the huddle, when when they get together, Aaron Rodgers can just be like, hey, everybody lock in. Focus up. Hey, no stupid penalties, all right? We need this right here. We're up against the clock. Get down. Or like just little things like that. Like, hey, we got to have a clean play here. Everybody be smart. We're, on, we're driving right here. We're good. We're, hey, we're going to score. Everybody do your job. I don't know. It's just advanced quarterbacking, I guess. But, like, Zach Wilson in year three, I think, should be there. And I'm not trying to pile on the kid. But there's something detached about the Jets in the way that they practice. Nathaniel Hackett is to blame. And the way that they execute in the game. Because they can't have this many penalties every single week. The reps in practice must not be clean enough. They must not be drilling it enough. They must... Just be thinking, ah, it's the NFL. These guys are millionaires. They know what to do. No, you need to practice. And your quarterback needs to make sure that he's getting exactly what he wants. Like, that's the hard thing about being a quarterback. You have to know what everybody's supposed to do. You got to know how the linemen are protecting up front, who they're blocking. You got to call it out. And I hear Zach barking. I hear Zach calling. I hear Zach checking plays. But, man, I don't know. I I, I guess, like, there's just something missing, and obviously what's missing is Aaron Rodgers. Shame on you, Joe Douglas, for not having a good enough backup plan. <laughs> Joe Douglas, man, I'm putting this one on you, bro. Put all your eggs into the Aaron Rodgers basket, knowing that this guy, as soon as OTAs started, 
had a calf strain. Oh, hey, hold on. Getting going here. I usually don't do OTAs with Green Bay. That hurt. Right then would have alerted me that, yo, this guy is old. He's got a lot of tread on those tires, a lot of miles on that body. And if this guy goes down and we go back to Zach Wilson, we're going to be living in deja vu. It's going to be an episode of Black Mirror or something, Twilight Zone, Bizarro World, the same thing as last year. And if they lose to the Bills, that's three losses in a row. And would they lose like six in a row last year to knock themselves out of playoff contention? It could be the exact same thing this year. And uh, someone's got to be held responsible for it. Joe Douglas, I'm looking at you, bro. Should have had a better, like, uh, how much are we going to beat up Rob Sala for uh, what what do you expect him to say on the podium at this point? He's just going through the motions. He's the messenger. Don't kill the messenger. 877-337-6666. Eli is in Washingtonville. What's up, Eli? You got it. Hey, Keith. What's going on? Listen, before I start my point, uh, here's a quick uh, better's tip. When when you're betting on the Jets, the only thing you should be betting is how much – Punch are gonna be be kicked by that kicker. Can we do that? Uh, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, we, there's no there's no kicker's prop for the number of punts, but I would bet that every time. Right? Thomas Morstead uh, over under eight punts over. Yeah, definitely. But listen, um, uh, each GM in New York sports is like they're in a competition. Uh, uh, how could they? Uh, Embarrass their team better. Like, first the Yankees with, you know, Brian Cashman making the, you know, dropping the F bombs and uh, social media. Then you go to the, the Mets that hire a bench coach from the Aaron Boone tree. And then you yeah, got the 82 and 80 Yankees. Yeah, we'll take that bench coach. <laughs> yeah. But listen, the guy, uh, you know, uh, then, you know, go to the Jets. These guys is definitely, uh, a GM move on putting this quarterback to play because everybody could tell that, you know, Zach Wilson, he has the, the talent, he has the arm, he has everything, but in between, you know, the ears, it's not there. Like the guy's not a smart, uh, you know, smart guy to be a, an NFL quarterback. And then the Giants, look, right now we're tanking, you know, it's, and it is what it is. Like they never wanted this quarterback, you know, now they're seeing the, you know, the, the great opportunity that we're gonna get this uh, this draft pick, and now they're gonna be be able to choose the you know the the quarterback that they want, and hopefully that's you know, great. It, it pans that's out. great, bro. Like if the Giants somehow default into the Caleb Williams sweepstakes and win it, maybe they don't want him. But if you do get him, like <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like, he's pretty good, and like he's he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder to to play even better. And if they put the pieces around him, if he's got a coach like Brian Dable, like. The Giants, after thinking Daniel Jones is the guy and whatever, like they could default into this, and it, it could be, could be just a, a great misfortune that leads to you having your quarterback for the next ten years, and maybe this is the guy that brings you back to prominence. Who knows? Yeah, I know. Listen, and all for tonight's game with the Buffalo Bills. Listen, I think this guy McDermott, as long as he's a, a, the coach of the Bills, the Bills ain't never going nowhere. Because yeah. this guy. They've that regressed. Guy cooks. They, they, yeah, they, this guy Cooks is, is a, would be a three-down running back in any other team. And this guy, you know, playing around with James uh, Cook. Yeah, well, he fumbled. And, yeah. He fumbled, so you got to teach him a lesson. That's, you know, that's the other side of the coaching, no, right? We we want Zach Wilson yeah. benched for not being good enough. Well, they benched this guy for a little bit. 
he got motivated, and I don't know. It didn't really work out for him. But. Yeah, but look, at the third and the end of the, the fourth quarter, this guy puts up a 70-something yard run. I'm telling you, I've been seeing this guy this whole year. And when when they put when they put him to play, the dude could be a three-down back, but they want to play him on it. He did the same thing last year with Singletary. Oh, uh, well, when they had Singletary. Yeah, and he that, just had he a big week Singletary. Yeah. Yeah, so he's not a good coach. But listen, with, with, with our teams, this is gonna the Canyon of Heroes is gonna be uh, full of tumbleweeds for a long time. Like instead of ticket takes, because I don't see a team yet getting getting any leader to anywhere close to a championship. Thanks for the call, Eli. Uh, it might not be Gotham City football gang green the Jets, but did you see Gotham FC won their first ever National Women's Soccer League title on Saturday? It's nope. also the also NYCFC won two years ago. Nobody nobody knows, bro. Nobody knows. Did they even have a parade? I don't even know if they. So had they a had, and I watched it on Yes Network. They had a gathering at City Hall and a presentation of like. Oh the trophy. yeah, now I remember. No parade, but like all thirty NYCFC fans pulled up in their like light blue scarves and, uh, I don't know, made some noise. Had some like they looked like they had like little celebration poppers and whistles and stuff. But yeah, the uh, Gotham FC. I think KD is a part owner of them. Uh, Megan Rapinoe's on that team, right? Uh, no, she was on the other team. Oh, she was on the other team. And See? she Sh- shows what I know. And she she lost to the days. Gotham yeah. FC team. I don't know. There's just a just a little note that I had from something I seen on Twitter. Figure I bring it to the table. Somebody challenged me. I think it was Mike on Twitter. Mike was like, Keith will probably be the only host on WFAN that mentions it. I'm like, you you sure? Yeah, you're right. I will. Why not? I'm on at quarter after one. Joe is in New Haven, Connecticut. What's up, Joe? You're on the fan. What's going on, buddy? What's going on? I'm just talking about Juan Carlos Stan. I just, very disrespectful how I feel with Gatchman uh, talking about him. Yeah, I Cashman mean, is crazy I, these days, huh? Cashman is on one. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, this guy, granted he hasn't been great for us, but he he's probably a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah. The numbers that guy's put up. So, the, 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 go, go on. Yeah, it's not like he's not, you know, he doesn't want to get hurt, but, you know, some of those things, have happened. Every like all Yankees have been getting hurt. <laughs> When he's put, put together a full season, that guy's pretty good. And he earlier he was one of our best players in the clutch. Yeah, it's, I I don't know. I I'll speak on it. Thank you for the call, Joe. So it's something that hit Yankees Twitter, and I brought it up last week because I got involved in it. Uh, my guy Cameron Maben. I actually got to text Cameron Maben and see if he'll come on one of my five hour cam to AMs this week. Let me make a note. That'd be cool. Ah. Uh, just thinking out loud here. Don't mind me. But, yeah, so, you know, the tweet that I put out last week was just like a, I don't know, just a, a Yankee homer, Yankee fan, biased Yankee fan saying, Garrett Cole's not opting out to go anywhere else. Yeah, I understand he can opt out to get more money. Uh, Aaron Judge isn't requesting a trade. Uh, Rizzo and Stanton want to finish their careers here. And when I said that, Cameron Maven stepped in to say, oh, oh hey, oh, hold on, buddy. Not so fast. And he said to me, I'm not so sure 
that Big G wants to finish his career here. Maybe he wants to go somewhere he's appreciated. So the response from Yankees Twitter, all Yankee fans, who I would say like 70% of Yankee fans right now, maybe more, are down on Stan after the year he had, over it after year six. Do not want to see a year seven. This guy's hurt every year. He hits under 200, bunch of strikeouts, can't count on him. He'll have a home run here and there, but sometimes they're meaningless. And that started this whole narrative. I was loving it. I was like, yo, I'm going viral on Yankees Twitter. Made some videos and whatnot of it. But then uh, Gary Phillips had an article in uh, the Daily News that I didn't get to read, but I didn't didn't really feel like I needed to read it, especially because when you go to the Daily News, it pops up where you got to pay for it. And I'm not about to... um, I'm not about to pay for uh, the Daily News, bros. I'm just not. I pay. I paid for the Athletic for a little while. I don't care if it's two dollars. Right? I don't have bread like that. Like two dollars, I could put together a two dollar parlay that could win me two hundred dollars. You feel me? <laughs> so I'm not paying for that. But basically, today's uh, you know Yankees Twitter, and that's I'm like, man, this off season's gonna suck for Yankee fans, and Yankees Twitter is gonna be. Terrible. It's already terrible. We're not even at uh, Tuesday's deadline. We're not even like we're not even there yet. Like they still got to give out awards. But the quote that came out today, and I, and I kind of glossed over it last week because I was the first one on after Cashman's comments last week in Arizona. But um, the quote today that caught everybody's attention in the Yankees universe digitally was John Boy and Talking Yanks put together a quote card. And it was a Cashman quote that said, I'm not going to tell you he's going to play every game next year because he's not. He's going to wind up getting hurt again more likely than not because it seems to be part of his game. That's Brian Cashman on John Carlos Stan. And so I got caught in a fray again. I responded to that tweet and I basically said, like, yo, that's an insult. Like, when you read it, it hits harder than it did when he said it. Because this is, he said this in Arizona out, out at the GM meetings, but we all kind of glossed over it because he was talking about like, do you know we have the smallest, the, you know we have the least, you know we have the, we have a small analytics department in the AL East. Who picked up Joey Gallo? Who picked up Sonny Gray? Postseason teams, that's who. Yeah, they, they got... They got a lot better versions of them after they left the Bronx. We couldn't get the best out of those guys. But better teams wanted them, not just us. We were going for it. Come on, guys. We're being victimized. We're being victimized for going for it. We only traded for injured Frankie Montas because we didn't want to give up Volpe for Luis Castillo. Didn't you guys see Volpe want a gold glove? He's just getting his sea legs. He didn't even face Major League Pitching. I know, IKF wasn't much of a stopgap, so we had to... We had to start Volpe. He wanted in camp. You you guys are bullying me. And I've had it. I'm Brian Cashman. I'm the eternal Yankees GM. I'm not going anywhere. And we're pretty effing good. 82 and 80, those are injuries. You might think they're excuses, but this is fact. And you know what? We got to get John Carlos Stanton going. He literally said that. He said, we got to get Stan up and running again. He's injury prone. We all have lived and known that, but he's never not hit, right? So he said good things about Stan, but the the bar 
or bars that everyone's running with today, when you actually read it in a quote card and you don't listen to it in the context that Cashman was kicking it to the media, it, it reads terribly. And it goes in line with what Cameron Maben said to me because I think a lot of us were thinking Giancarlo Stanton not being appreciated here was by the fan base, not really by the front office. Now, I don't know exactly how his conversations with the front office have gone. I know every year he's hurt. So I know there's got to be some disappointment on their end. And the money that he makes, it's like not a great ROI. But at the same time, Brian Cashman right now is on one, bro. It doesn't, it's not, it seems it seems like an insult when you read it like that. And I don't think he meant it to be insulting. Um, the truth is that we all have watched the Yankees since Giancarlo Stanton got here after the 2017 season. He's been hurt every year, and it's always like a soft tissue injury, a calf, a hamstring, a groin. And it ain't been good enough. This is a guy that, when the Yankees got him, won the NL MVP, almost hit 60 bombs. I went down to Miami for that last series to see him do it. He didn't get it done. And I'm down there with a Derek Jeter jersey on because Jeter owned the team at the time. And somebody could have came over and whispered to me, he'll be on the Yankees next year. And I would say, shut your mouth. What you mean? Stan, we don't need a right fielder. Aaron Judge, you guys saw Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge came to this here park and won the home run derby. We don't need another right fielder. We don't need another right-handed bat. With muscles that hits over 50 bombs, we have another. Like, no, we're we're waiting on Bryce Harper. I don't know what you're talking about. We're going to get another outfielder. It's going to be Bryce. But yeah, man, baseball's crazy. Baseball's crazy. And baseball fans are crazier. And if the Jets go lose to the Bills and the Commanders beat the Giants, we're one week closer to hot stove. Turn it up. These Mets fans are going to call in. Are we getting Shohei Otani or not? We can't let the Yankees get Yamamoto. We Look at our rotation. We need him. They have Garrett Cole. They don't need him. DeGrom won a World Series. <laughs> Let's go to John in Brooklyn. What's up, John? You're on the fan. Thank you, brother. John A. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, no problem. I, I just called right, to disagree with all the people about the head coach from the Jets. I actually think he's pretty good. I just feel bad for him that he had, because, right, I think he's a similarity to the coach of the Texans, but he, the problem with the Texans is they got Strout and we got Frank Wilson, you know, because the defense is good. Great parallel, John. I'm glad I didn't hang up the phone on you because D'Amico Ryans had the same job Rob Sala had before he became a head coach. They were both defensive coordinators for that stacked 49ers defense. And D'Amico Ryans just gets extremely lucky that the the Panthers Panthers don't take C.J. Stroud because right now he could have Lil Bryce Young Instead, he gets C.J. Stroud, who we all knew, at least I thought, was ready when Ohio State played Georgia in the Sugar Bowl or whatever that was. And Rob Sala has been stuck, 
stuck with Zach Wilson. Rob Sala might have had Trevor Lawrence. Like, he's been stuck with Zach Wilson for three years. It's a never-ending story. It's the song that never ends. It's an ongoing nightmare. I know. I feel bad for him. So I actually think he's a good coach. So I, I think we just got to get him the right quarterback, man. He sure. And that. he is trying to stick around until next year when Aaron Rodgers can play. Thanks for the call, John. I like that parallel. D'Amico Ryans was a defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. So was Rob Sala. D'Amico Ryan's first year on the job as head coach, he gets C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, the same way I was talking about how Aaron Rodgers can coach players up, tell players how to run routes, tell players where to line up, tell players what to look for against man, against zone, against certain defenders. C.J. Stroud is doing that as a rookie. He's telling the media, yeah, you know, well, I just told Dalton Schultz just to, like, cut the route underneath a little. This is a rookie that sees the game. On the other hand, Rob Sala leaves the 49ers as defensive coordinator comes to the Jets and Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas default into number two overall, Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. And, yeah, the kid has athleticism. He's got a strong arm. He's got a little wiggle to him. He can, Man, that that last play, where he's, I'm like, oh, Max Crosby's going to get him. Nope, he gets out of that. And then he puts the ball on the mark. I'm like, man, the fact that this kid can do that and he just – he can't choose the right throw and like spill lane picks him off. It's tough. And Rob Sala, I was listening to Tiki talk about his personality, man. Be true to you always because you're going to get yourself in trouble trying to be someone you're not. And I respect Rob Sala for the fact that he's not trying to be Brian Dable. And he's not trying to be the coach that throws any of his players under the bus because he wants them to play for him. He wants them to have respect for him. And uh, he plans on being the coach of the Jets for a long time. And this Zach Wilson thing is only temporary. Um, They're going to ride with him, obviously, the rest of the season. But I know Rob Sala hopes that he's there next year when they can stack the deck a little more. And uh, hope Aaron Rodgers stays healthy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yes, sir. Like 20 minutes left. KM to 2 AM. Usually when I hear this track, man, I'm uh, getting ready for the Yankees to take the field. Soon. In the future. 877-337-6666. Uh, correction. I think in my ramblings and talking, and I don't know, bro, it's late. You know, this, this show is always tough. For me to do Monday nights coming off the weekend, especially a three-day weekend. I took off Friday because on the weekend, I can go to sleep whenever I want. I can wake up whenever I want. Well, that's a lie. On the weekend, I can most likely go to sleep whenever I want. But then I got to wake up when uh, homeboy starts crying and screaming in the other room, needs a diaper change, needs a bottle. And that can range from anywhere between 5 a.m. and 7 and I try to give my wife a break because she does it Monday through Friday usually. But since I was off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I handled it. Uh, and then, you know, you got to switch up your biorhythms. And so, yeah, correction. I, I misspoke. I think I, I said the MLB trade deadline is coming up. Like, come on, bro. The MLB trade deadline is coming up Tuesday, today. <laughs> that don't make any sense. I had a note in my notes from John Morosi saying, sources, MLB trade talks are picking up across the industry before Tuesday, 6 p.m. deadline to set your reserve list for the Rule 5 draft. Trade deadline? So hopefully any real baseball fans I heard that, no, I wasn't talking about the trade. The trade deadline? The trade deadline was August 1st. How can the trade deadline be today? Uh, it's just it's just a lot. It's just a lot. You're live on air. You got a lot of notes, TV, social media. I misspoke. But congrats to James Rawson, the new Yankees hitting coach. 47 years old, and uh, he'll be the next guy that they blame when the Yankees go, uh, you know, hitless and can't score any runs, and they have uh, 20 strikeouts. So come on down. Uh, Dylan Lawson. Sean Casey, James Rawson, and the Mets make it official. Carlos Mendoza, who? Mendy, shout out to Mendy. Mendy gets to be David Stern's middleman. Congrats. Alex is in Linden, New Jersey. What's up, Alex? You're on the fan. Go. Hey, what's going on, Keith? Uh, Yeah, that poor hitting coach, man. I can see it now, mid-June. We get one hit on a Tuesday night, and everyone's going to kill this guy. This new so. guy's terrible. Look at their approach. Did you see <laughs> Glaber's leg kick? Is this the guy that Aaron Judge, though, learned from, or or do we not get that guy? Did I miss that today? I did hear some rumblings like about that. Aaron Judge's like personal hitting coach. I don't know if, if if that's him. I'll try and dig that up. Yeah, no, there was some there was some guy that I guessed that brought him along in the minors. This might have been the guy. I'm not sure, but... Uh, Maybe. Anyway, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, uh, I'll check on that to confirm. 
Cool, cool. Uh, so I got into it with some Jets fans today. I'm a Giants fan. We got nothing else to talk about other than how poor we both are, really. But next year, if you look at the Jets, 39-year-old quarterback on a bad offensive line, not a lot of draft uh, space, or sorry, not a lot of cap space. I still think the Jets are a better team with the better defense, and you got to like Aaron Rodgers over anything the Giants would throw out there right now. But Tarod Taylor, I know you like him. Giants have 50 million cap space, a top three pick, two second round picks. I just don't think the Giants and the Jets next year are that far apart. And I was hoping you had an unbiased opinion on that. I know you are more of a Jets fan, obviously, with the Cowboys, you know. Nobody knows, man. That's the thing about the NFL. Like, nobody knows that, you know, everybody's talking about C.J. Stroud. Nobody knew that that kid was going to come in and be able to light up the NFL like this. But, no, I do think that, like, I think, man, people are so down on what they're seeing from the Giants because the expectations were so high. Stop setting your expectations so high, you won't be as disappointed. But I do think they have a smart GM, a good head coach. And, man, if you go and get, I don't know, Caleb Williams or Drake May, they shouldn't start. They should sit. They should absolutely sit. But improve right, around the margins. Tyrod, I would actually yeah. Well, it wouldn't even be tired. It should be Daniel Jones. I know the ACL. We just saw Kyler Murray come back week 10 from an ACL. It might take a while. But between Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, if they do get Caleb Williams, sit him down. Let him learn. Let him see how things go on. and All day. Yeah. yeah all day. Yeah, let him learn. And, and no, I don't think, you know, I think – Sometimes these bumps in the road like this, they're needed. Sometimes uh, these reality checks are needed. And then, you know, they, they'll they go out and do the things that they need to do, like get more weapons, like get a better offensive line. Um, I'm sure the Giants coaches are going to change. But uh, I don't know. It sucks because it's, it's always a comparison, right? You know, the, the question yeah, you asked me is, like, yeah, the Giants and Jets aren't too far apart next year. Who knows? And why compare, right. you know? What are the Jets? I'm like, why even compare to how far they away they are from the Jets? The Jets are four and five. They might lose the next two games, lose four in a row, and then it's like, why? You know, why? Is, why are you even looking at the Jets? It was more of more of like a Monday morning quarterback situation where sure. we're both like in our miseries, and he's like, "Yo, man, but we're getting Rodgers back and this and this." I'm like, "Hold on, sure." Aaron Rodgers was not that good last year. The end it's, it's always ifs, right? The Jets fans were going to the Super Bowl with right. Aaron Rodgers and. Daniel Jones got paid, so now he's going to have 25 touchdown passes, and the Giants will be able to go toe to toe with the Eagles this year. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> have a good night, Keith. Get some sleep, bro. Thanks for the call, Alex. I can't go to sleep. I'll be going to sleep in two hours, and hopefully the boy don't wake up. The boy doesn't care about the radio. The boy doesn't care about my rest. He doesn't even know I have a job. I work for him. My job is to flip these poopy dipes. My job is to warm up that bottle on time. My job is to pick him up and soothe him when he's crying and screaming and bugging out. Well, my son does this thing now. I don't know what it is. Maybe some other parents know. He, like, grunts. And I'm like, bro, you got to get that out of your system. It's, It's not very becoming. But, like, he can't talk. But, like, whether he's frustrated or not, it's almost like like a Pokemon thing or like a I am Groot thing. It's like a sound he makes. And he's got like different grunts. So like if he's frustrated, he's like, like I guess he's like powering up like Dragon Ball Z. But then he has like a a, a regular grunt, like that's like that's Yoda. Alex on Long Island on the fan. What's up, Alex? 
What's going on? Keith just laughing over here. I'm like, uh, grunts from a baby, usually it means poopy diapers. That's like parenting 101. <laughs> and then I'm like, yo, you have a little bit of a smell to you, bro. Come with me. <laughs> That's what it is. Listen, Keith, just wanted to say um, I'm a 40-year-old guy who's been listening to the fan for a long time, a big portion of those 40 years. I grew up listening to Steve Summers, uh, Tony Page. And when I first heard you a few months back, I was like, who's this, like, fresh voice? Because I stopped kind of listening to the radio for a bit. But I'm like, who's this fresh voice? I was like, I don't know. These aren't the voice. This isn't the voice, like, I kind of grew up with. Like, it was a little different. But now giving you these last couple of months, man, like, it honestly, just want to say props. You're doing a great job. I'm loving your take. The music, everything is fresh coming in. And I just wanted to commend you on, uh, on, on like, doing your thing now with this uh, KM to AM thing. And, you know, just like I want to say props overall, man, because you've, you've you got a fan in me now. You converted me for sure. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate <laughs> all that. For real. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Thank you. I just wanted to touch a thing on the Jets real quick because, like, you know, this whole, obviously, again, we don't want to pile on Zach, but... When you see something like what the Patriots did the other night, you know, yesterday with like a minute and a half left on the clock, they bench Mac Jones, they bring in Zappi. Obviously, Zappi is someone that they think might be like a good option or a good backup to, 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 to Mac Jones. But at least they made the change. They said, you know what, we can't go any further with Mac Jones. Like, he's, this guy is just driving us insane. How is it that uh, Zach Wilson is still getting the love start to finish and I thought maybe even yesterday, start the second half. Maybe we'll go to Simeon. Just see something else because he's just not putting in anything where we're like, okay, this is going to be good. We're going to get that dub. What's your take on that in terms of, like, why they're so, like, infested in this guy? You know, last week we got Robert Sala's thing about, you know, oh, pleading the fifth. Might have been taken a little out of context, but still did seem kind of funny. Like, what's your take on that whole situation? I'm going to hang up, but then I'm going to talk probably for like three minutes and explain because Thanks, I, I was talking about this Sunday. Thanks for the call, Alex, and appreciate the compliments. Louder for the people in the back. So I'm watching the Germany game. I want to go to Germany. I mean, I just I love Europe, period. Um, I've been to Ireland, obviously been to like London, all around the UK. Went to Amsterdam this time last year. Amsterdam's incredible. I gotta go when uh, I gotta go when it's hot. But anyway, I'm watching the Germany game, and uh, <laughs> I started talking about it. and And this is what I wrote on the Elon Musk machine at 12:14 p.m. I said, "Benching Mac Jones for Bailey Zappi is easy. It's strategy. It's part of their plan." I don't know how much better the kid is than Mac Jones, but Bill and the Pats have no problem doing it. With the game on the line in capital letters. Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick coaching him up, tightening him up after missing missing throws. That's how it should be. We never see that with the Jets. They've benched Mac Jones at least four times the last two years I can remember. But you have to because you have to try something else if QB1 isn't getting it done. This is regular football. And, of course, some Jets fans fought me on it. But, like, they're like, oh, they're like, let me see what one of the uh, calling what the Patriots just did is regular football is quite the take LM LMAO. No, it's, it's, it's not a, tw a take. It's, it's what you do in football. If the game is on the line and you feel like the other guy gives you a shot, if the other guy's turning the ball over or not completing passes and not moving the offense, you almost have a plan. Hey, we're going to go to you for a series or, you know, two minute drill. It seemed like at the end of the game, they wanted Bailey Zappi to run the two minute drill. But Bailey Zappi ended up throwing the ball to the defense on a fake spike plow. I don't know what the hell he was doing. But Mac Jones wasn't drafted that many picks behind 
Zach Wilson. The difference is they don't love Mac Jones, and they're not attached to Mac Jones. And Robert Kraft doesn't give a damn about Mac Jones. Like, you could tell the, and I don't even know who the GM is for the Patriots, but there is no message about, like, no, like, like you have to play this guy. So, Bill Belichick, American football coach who is the head coach and general manager. Bill Belichick's the general manager and head coach. I feel like I knew that. But there's got to be somebody else that sits there and makes the decisions. Either way, what I'm saying is the way that the Jets have, like, so Alex just mentioned the game this this past Sunday. That wasn't the game to bench Zach. Zach was cooking. I mean, it wasn't like he was cooking up uh, hibachi. He was, you know, a little Chef Boyardee. But he was cooking. Wasn't getting in the end zone. Uh, but he was cooking. He looked better than he usually looks. You don't bench him for Tim Boyle. You don't bench him for Pat Boyle. You don't bench him for Trevor Simeon. But, man, we've watched him play so many games. <laughs> a lot of those games against the Patriots where he just doesn't have it. And when you don't have it, you need a spark. There are two sides of the football, man. When Garrett Wilson's telling you I can't look the defense in the eyes, it's like you're letting your brothers down. It's like you're letting the whole other side of the ball down. Come on, man. We need to get a rest. We need to get some water. We need to, you know, sit down and talk about what we're seeing. But you guys are three and out, or you guys are penalty when you do something good. I don't know. I've never seen anything like it in the NFL. Desmond Ritter sucks. We're going to Taylor Heineke. Um, it's just it's just part of football, man. You see it in college football all the time. When they feel like QB1 isn't that great, Alabama will play the other guy. And then, you know, you get it's not forever. It's to win that game. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like in the moment. I've watched the Jets sink like the Titanic so many times behind terrible performances from one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I give him props for his performances on Sunday night football, but that's not enough to erase all the bad. And like I said, tonight we're not piling on Zach because he showed up. He showed some moxie. He did make some plays that was not on him. Garrett Wilson dropped the ball on second and 18 that I thought was crucial. A good throw by Zach. Good read, good throw. Zach, Zach Wilson put the ball on the money. Garrett Wilson dropped it. It happens. A lot of guys drop passes in the NFL. You know, Gabe Davis is going to drop a pass that turns into an interception. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'm right there with you, Alex. When I see Mac Jones not being coddled, when I see Mac Jones being coached, I'm like, this is good for him. This is good for anybody, you know? When I played quarterback in college, my freshman year I was terrible at JMU, bro. I was trash. Like, I, I'll tell you, like, I was not good, but I also was, like, hungover and drunk half the time. But I wasn't good. And, like, I started off as fifth-string quarterback. I worked my way up to third string. But they will embarrass you out there. I had a coach, and we got to go to break. I had a coach one day. I was so hungover, but it was like, you know, people know because they can smell the Jack Daniels coming out of your pores. But he purposely had me throw on air two receivers with no DBs covering, just the drill we were doing. And I was terrible. I was My accuracy was terrible. And he called it out, and he's like, "We're." He's like, "This is bad ball practice." I played in, at JMU in Virginia, so they had Southern. Ireland. This is bad ball practice. McPherson is so bad; he's only going to throw you a bad ball. He can't get it together today. Go ahead, McPherson. 
and do it quickly. So I'm running these, like, said, hunt, boom, throwing, throwing quick game, throwing whatever routes. It's just like um, I couldn't throw an accurate pass. But they used it. They they roasted me, and I got better. And, like, I, I did stop, you know, going to the soccer girl's house the night before practice. I st- You know what I'm saying? Like, because they tighten you up. And you don't want to be embarrassed, and you don't want to be the guy that's no good, and you don't want to be the guy that the receivers are like, I don't want to throw with this quarterback. I can't imagine, like, getting in the game and sucking. Like, I would take That's why I say, like, we make excuses for Zach Wilson. He gets paid a lot of money. I couldn't imagine what it feels like to let these guys down, these grown men in the locker room. I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste a second of my time doing anything else besides trying to be the best quarterback I could be. Because I wouldn't be able to live. It would, it would just like, I don't know. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch Ridiculous. with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Okay, that's all I got, folks. Thanks for tuning in to my quick little KM to 2 a.m. two-hour sports talk show on the fan. Took a couple calls. We talked Jets, Giants, NFL, Week 10, Week 11, Broncos, beating the Bills. I just saw uh, Devon Achan, the Texas A&M rookie running back from the Dolphins. He's activated, so that means he'll play this week, and then, of course, He'll be ready to go for Black Friday against the Jets. What else? I was trying to figure out if James Rawson has a connection to Aaron Judge. And, yeah, Brian Hoke said James Rawson, who once helped a young Aaron Judge develop. So they were connected. And then I went and looked at the article, and it said that um, the Mount Vernon native spent nine years in the Yankees organization from 2006 to 2011 and 2014 to 2016. And if you remember... Judge was drafted in 2016. No, Judge was drafted 2014, came up 2016, won Rookie of the Year 2017. So they got a connection. If that's Judge's guy, he's fine with me. Seems like Judge running the team. Judge is a Boone guy, Rawson guy. Judge, tell us who's going to be the uh, new bench coach, whoever you want, buddy. Whoever you want. You're the guy, 9-9. Other than that, yeah, that's all I've got, folks. That's all I've got. I think I saw something. Uh, that I wanted to mention, but it was like Knicks related, and we didn't get one Knicks call. You guys aren't really on the Knicks yet. I guess they they do need an in season tournament to get your attention. The Brooklyn Nets will play in the in season tournament in Brooklyn. I want to see what the court looks like. I might go, might not. Got to watch my baby. It is what it is. One day he might be watching me. Yeah, I saw on the Celtics-Knicks broadcast, Adam Silver once again confirmed that the NBA will expand after the new TV deal is done. A couple of cities in the U.S., but they also mentioned Mexico City, Vancouver, and Montreal. NBA, want to be a global game so bad. All right, that's all I got, man. C-Max coming up next, so that means call now. TJ, I know you texted me. You said too late for a quick call. It is too late, but call up and talk to Big Mac. Big Mac will get you guys right through the night. I'll be back tomorrow around the same time. Peace.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.